This is the Sasquatch's Monsters of the Clubhouse. Tales of when athletes throw it all away and end up behind bars or worse. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to episode 9, volume 3 of Monster the Clubhouse. This story is probably quite an important story to me personally. Um, so it's the story of Mike Vick and the Bad News Kennels. Um, for those of you who are familiar, um, I suppose I am a huge supporter of the Philadelphia Eagles. And part of the reason for my affiliation with the Philadelphia Eagles was when I got, started to get into NFL the Philadelphia Eagles went through a transitional period where they had um, Donovan McNabb followed by Mike Vick, a quarterback, two incredibly gifted mobile scrambling quarterbacks. And Mike Vick probably sealed the deal for me, but it wasn't until later on when I kind of had earned my colours to the mass that I learned the true story of Michael Vick. So it's probably why I'm here today. But without much further ado, here's a brief introduction. So Michael Dwayne Vick was born in 1980 and he's a former American football quarterback. He played 13 seasons in the NFL and is largely regarded as having transformed the quarterback position with his rushing abilities. He was the first NFL quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a season and holds the quarterback rushing record for 6,109 yards. He played college at Virginia Tech where he received first-team All-American honors and was selected first overall by the Atlanta Falcons in the 2001 NFL Draft. During his six years with the Falcons, Vic was named to three Pro Bowls, leading the team on two playoff runs, one divisional title and an appearance in the NFC Championship game. Vic's NFL career, however, came to a halt in 2007 after he pleaded guilty for his involvement in a dogfighting ring and spent 21 months in federal prison. His arrest and subsequent conviction garnered Vic with notoriety within the general public. This lasted for the rest of his career. He was released by the Falcons shortly before leaving prison. After serving his sentence, Vic signed with the Philadelphia Eagles for the 2009 season. As a member of the Eagles for five years, he enjoyed his greatest statistical season in 2010, earning him comeback player of the year and a fourth Pro Bowl selection. In his final two seasons, Vic played for the New York Jets and Pittsburgh Steelers for one year each, primarily as a backup. He officially retired in 2007 after spending the entirety of the 2006 season in free agency. So how did it all start for Vic? Vic was born in Newport News, Virginia, as the second of four children to Brenda Vic and Michael Bodie, then unmarried teenagers. His mother worked two jobs, obtained public finance assistance and had help from her parents, while his father worked long hours in the shipyard as a sandblaster and spray painter. They were married when Michael was about five years old, but the children elected to continue to use their Vic surname. The family lived in the Ridley Circle Homes, a public housing project in a financially depressed and crime-ridden neighbourhood located in the East End section of the port city. Local residents interviewed in a 2007 newspaper article in the Richmond Times noted that not much had changed nearly a decade after Vic had left. 
One resident said that there was drug dealing, drive-by shootings and other killings in the neighbourhood and suggested that sports were weird and a dream for many. In a 2001 interview, Vic told the Newport News Daily Press that when he was 10 or 11, I would go fishing, even if the fish weren't biting, just to get away from the violence and stress of daily life in the projects. Michael Vick's dad's employment required a lot of travel, but he taught football skills to his two sons at an early age. Vic was only three years old when his father, nicknamed Bullet for speed during his own playing days, began teaching him the fun- fundamentals. Michael subsequently taught the game to his younger brother, Marcus Vick. As he grew up, Vick went by the name Oki and learned about football from Aaron Brooks, a second cousin who was four years older. Vic and Brooks spent a lot of time at the local boys and girls club. Sports kept me off the street, Vic told Sporting News magazine in an interview published in 2001. It kept me from getting into what was going on, the bad stuff. Lots of guys I knew had bad problems. Vic first came to prominence while at Homer L. Ferguson High School in Newport News. As a freshman, he impressed many with his athletic abilities. He threw for over 400 yards in a game that year. Ferguson High School was closed in 1996 as part of a Newport News public school's building modernisation programme. And Vic, as a sophomore, and his coach, Tommy Riemann, both moved to Warwick High School. Vic was a three-year starter for the Warwick Raiders. Under Riemann's coaching, he passed for 4,846 yards with 43 touchdowns. He also added in 1,048 yards and 18 scores on the ground. As a senior, he passed for 1,668 yards, accounting for 10 passing and as many rushing touchdowns. Coach Riemann, who had helped guide Brooks from Newport News to the University of Virginia, helped Michael with his SATs and helped him and his family choose between Syracuse University and Virginia Tech. Raymond favoured Virginia Tech, where he felt better guidance was available under Frank Beamer, who promised to redshirt him and provide the freshman needed time to develop. Raymond sold Michael on the school's proximity to family and friends, and Vic chose to attend Virginia Tech. As he left the Newport News public housing projects in 1998 with a college football scholarship in hand, Vic was seen in the Newport News community as a success story. In his first collegiate game as a redshirt freshman against James Madison in 1999, Vic scored three rushing touchdowns in just over one quarter of play. He made a spectacular flip to score his last touchdown, but landed awkwardly on his ankle. This forced him to miss the remainder of the game and all the following game. During that season, Vic led a last-minute game-winning drive against West Virginia in the annual Black Diamond Trophy game. He led the Hokies to an 11-0 undefeated season and to the Bowl Championship Series national title game in the Nokia Sugar Bowl against Florida State. Although Virginia Tech lost 46-29, Vic brought a team back from a 21-point deficit to take a brief lead. During this season, Vic appeared on the cover of an ESPN The Magazine issue. Vic led the NCAA in passing efficiency in 1999, a record for a freshman, 180.4, and the third highest all-time mark. Vic won both an ESPY award as the nation's top college player 
and the first ever Archie Griffin Award as, a coll- as college football's most valuable player. He was invited to the 1999 Heisman Trophy presentation and finished third in the voting behind Ron, Ron Dane and Joe Hamilton. Vic's third place finish matched the highest finish ever by a freshman up to that point, first set by Herschel Walker in 1980. One highlight of Vic's 2000 season was his career high rushing total of 210 yards against Boston College in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Against West Virginia University in the Black Diamond Trophy game, Vic accounted for 288 total yards of offense and two touchdowns in a 48-20 win. The following week, Vic led the Hokies back from a 14-zip deficit to beat Syracuse at the Carrier Dome, where the Hokies had not won since 1986. Vic put the game away with a 55-yard run with 1 minute and 34 seconds left. The following game against Pittsburgh, Vic was injured and had to miss the rest of the game. He also missed the game against Central Florida and wasn't able to start against the Miami Hurricanes, who handed Virginia Tech their only loss of the season. Vic's final game while playing for Virginia Tech was against the Clemson Tigers in the Toyota Gator Bowl. Virginia Tech won and Vic was named the game's MVP. His football accomplishments in two seasons led to his induction in the Virginia Tech Sports Hall of Fame in 2017. Vic left Virginia Tech after his redshirt sophomore season, aware that the rest of his family were living in a three bedroom apartment in the Ridley Circle homes, Vic stated that he was going to buy his mother a home and a car. ESPN later reported that Vic used some of his NFL and endorsement earnings to buy his mother a brand new house in an upscale section of Suffolk, Virginia. At his Pro Bowl workout, Vic ran the 40-yard dash in 4.33 seconds. His time has been clocked as low as 4.25, the fastest ever for an NFL quarterback. Vic was selected first in the 2001 NFL Draft by the Atlanta Falcons, becoming the first African-American quarterback to be taken with the top pick. The San Diego Chargers had the number one selection but traded to the Atlanta Falcons the day before the draft for the Falcons' first and third round picks in 2001. Vic was taken in the 30th round of the 2000 Major League Baseball draft by the Colorado Rockies despite having not played baseball since the 8th grade. He signed a 6 year $62 million contract. And Vic made his NFL debut against the San Francisco 49ers on September 9th, 2001. He saw limited action. He completed his first ever NFL pass to wide receiver Tony Martin in the second quarter against against the Carolina Panthers on September 23rd and scored his first NFL touchdown on a two-yard rush in the fourth quarter to help the Falcons to a 24-16 victory. Vic made his first start against the Dallas Cowboys on November 11th and threw his first touchdown pass to tight end Algie Crumpler in a 2013 victory. He counted for 234 of Atlanta's 255 yards in a season finale against the St. Louis Rams on January 6, 2002. In two starts and eight total games played that season, Vic completed 50 of 113 passes 785 yards and two touchdowns with three interceptions. 
He rushed 31 times for 289 yards and one touchdown. In 2002, Vic made 15 starts, missing just the one game against the New York Giants owing to a sprained shoulder. He completed 231 of 421, 421 passes for 2,936 yards and 16 touchdowns. He had 113 carries for 777 yards and 8 rushing touchdowns. Vic set numerous single game career highs during that season, including in passes completed, pass attempts and passing yards. Vic also set a then NFL record for most rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game with 173 against the Minnesota Vikings on December 1st, broken only by Colin Ka uh, Kaepernick in 2003. He tied for third in team history for the best touchdown to interception ratio in a season. He had a streak of 177 passes without an interception as the Falcons finished with a 9-6-1 win-loss tie record and they reached the playoffs. On January 4th, 2003, Vic led the Falcons to an upset victory over heavily favoured Green Bay Packers 27-7 in the first playoff round. Some things never change. The Falcons lost 26 to a Donovan McNabb-led Philadelphia Eagles in the National Football Conference Divisional Playoff game the following week. He was, however, selected to his first Pro Bowl that season. Vic suffered a fractured right fibula during a preseason game against the 2003 Baltimore Ravens. He missed the first 11 games of the regular season, making his debut in Week 13. Vic substituted for quarterback Doug Johnson in the third quarter of a game against the Houston Texans on November 30th completing 8 of 11 passes for 60 yards and rushing for 16 yards on 3 carries. He started his first game of the season against the Carolina Panthers on December 7th. In this game, he amassed the third highest rushing total by a quarterback in NFL history with 141 yards on 14 carries and 1 touchdown. The Falcons won the game 21-14. Vic ended the season with a 21-14 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars in which he completed 12 of 22 passes for 180 yards with two touchdowns and just one interception. Vic returned to form in 2004 passing for 2,313 yards with 14 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. He added 902 yards of rushing and three touchdowns as the Falcons finished with an 11-5 record. On October 31st, 2004, in a game against the Denver Broncos, he became the first quarterback to throw for more than 250 yards and rush for over 100 yards in the same game. Vic set an NFL postseason record for a quarterback with 119 rushing yards in the first round of the 2004 NFL playoffs. Atlanta beat the St. Louis Rams in that game. However, the following week, they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles in the conference championship game. Vic, whose single season rushing total was the third highest for a quarterback in the NFL history. And on the back of this, in addition to leading Atlanta to just their third ever division title, he was, a, he was named to his second Pro Bowl. 
he signed a nine year 130 million dollar deal on December 23rd Vic made his third Pro Bowl after the 2005 season during which he passed for 2,412 yards and 16 touchdowns while rushing for 597 rushing yards six more touchdowns on the ground as well the Falcons however finished with an 8-8 eight eight record and missed the playoffs in 2006, Vic became the first quarterback to ever rush for 1,000 yards in a single season. He also set a record by rushing for 8.4 yards per carry. Vic and teammate running back Warwick Dunn became the first quarterback running back duo to each surpass 1,000 yards in a single season. Despite Vic's record-setting season, the Falcons finished with a 7-9 record and again missed the playoffs. And that is pretty much the end of Vic's career in Atlanta. Exceptionally talented. The Mike Vic experience was a whirlwind. I don't, we, the NFL have never seen a player quite like Michael Vick. But in August 2007, Michael Vick pleaded guilty to federal charges in what was known as the Bad News Kennels dogfighting investigation. Effectively, it was an illegal dogfighting ring that Vic had organised on a prop, private property in Virginia um, we'll cover that in greater detail in part two but effectively it meant that Vic's contract with Atlanta was no more he'd lost millions in endorsement deals he was sentenced to prison with his future career in the NFL highly highly in doubt um, but look that's the end of part one We'll be back on Thursday with part two. Delve a little bit deeper into the bad news kennels. And exactly what kind of came about by the investigation. But yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. It makes a massive effort to us if you just like, comment, subscribe, wherever you find this podcast. Um, and also there's free links and stuff in the description to The Athletic and USA Sports. Take care.